0: guy here You're listening to an audio broadcast of Market Call. That's M-R-K-T Call. It's a daily video series I do with Dan Nathan every Monday through Thursday live at 1 p.m. Eastern. We break down the big market-moving headlines and offer trade ideas. Each week, we're joined by our friends Carter Worth of Worth Charting and Liz Young, that's EY of SoFi, for their investment analysis. So check it out. And if you like it, follow at Market Call on... On Twitter and subscribe to Risk Reversal Media's YouTube page so you never miss an episode. You know something, folks, <laughs> it's Wednesday, November 16th. We're coming to you live. From Naples, Florida. Now, November, as you know, as I've said a number of times, is the letter X. Novi is X. But then, December, which is fast is Z as in Zed. And when I say Zed, um, what do you think of, Danny? The letter Z. Or Zed's dead? Zed's dead. dead. Whose bike is that? That's not a bike, baby. It's a chopper. Whose chopper is that? It's Ned. Who's Ned? Ned's dead. There you go. See that? Pulp Fiction. All right. So no, not, should we that, do this thing? Why are we not, down, down here? here? Why are we at at down here in we South We just Florida. interviewed, by the way, we yeah. just had a great interview with Terry Duffy, the CEO of CME Group. That's going to drop on Friday on the On The Tape podcast. And I'm being serious for a second. That was a wonderful, Wonderful conversation. Yeah. I think folks will glean a lot from that, especially given what's transpired over the last. Well, week he, or he so. told
1: us a firsthand story about it when he was on the Hill was SBF—that's the Sam Bankman-Fried—talking yeah, to regulators about.
0: Uh, he called him out. This is a good one, guys. So check that out in your favorite what? In your favorite podcast store. I have mine. This uh, market <laughs> calls brought to you by CME Group, ten where risk in fact meets opportunity. Yes. We're doing thirty minutes on the screws because we. Have of a jam-packed day. What sticks out to you today? I'll tell you what sticks out to me. The underperformance of the NASDAQ, S&P giving a little bit up. We traded above 4,000. I think we got as high as 40, 35, maybe a little bit higher than that. Uh, Reversed a bit. VIX is still sort of below 25 last I looked. Dollar seemingly finding a base. 10s, 2s, or 2s, 10s, depending on how you look at it, blowing out to almost 60 basis points, inverted, something we've talked about. A lot Not to like, but you know what? The resilience of the market, something to like, I yeah. guess. No, actually, the most
1: interesting thing to me, Jay, Guy, is really the fact that yields are making new lows mm-hmm. in the last month or so, so the 10 years is at 371 or so. We've been tracking that. You and I, you've been bullish on the TLT as a way to play for lower yields. I've been doing it through the GOVT, Market Call. Viewers know that here. But the most interesting thing to me about yields coming in with the NASDAQ that you just mentioned, the underperformance, a lot of the stocks, these high valuation, no earnings sorts of names, I mean, they're doing really poorly today. And you would think that they would be benefiting, at Mm -hmm. least from the sentiment of lower rates. So that is something really interesting. Amanda just threw up the chart of the 10-year U.S. Treasury yield. We've been drawing these lines. You see that uptrend. We're not even drawing the uptrend line anymore. It broke it. Now it really is about that three and a half level. And then I asked you, I think on Monday's market call, guy, we go through there. Are we going back to three? And what does that look like for stocks? What does it look like for risk assets in general? Because that was something where when we got north of three, I think a lot of people who thought the Fed is going to have to keep their pedal on the metal as it relates to rate increases, they were going higher than what Fed funds was pricing at 5%. Well, let's get
0: to three and a half first. And that's something we've talked about. I mean, again, the volatility in the bond market, something we spoke to Terry Duffy about in terms of obviously the products that CME trades. But I've mentioned it. People seem to be coming around to that way of thinking that the bond market volatility is somewhat unhealthy. So I think three and a half is going to happen. We've said it for a while. I was surprised at how high 10-year yields got. But with that said, things are starting to make a little more sense. What you said is correct, though. One would have thought that a move lower in yields where we're seeing would be beneficial for some of these, again, high valuation tech names. And at least today, that's not the case. We'll To answer your question, though, if we were to go below three and a half and then fall precipitously down to three percent, it's not going to be for good reasons. I can assure you it's not because things have already improved in the world. So I would submit, again, the knee jerk reaction to lower rates will be higher stock prices on the margins. But when people come to their senses and realize why it's happening, something that uh, Carter Worth has said, something that Danny Moses has talked about, I think they're gonna come to a much different conclusion.
1: Yeah, well, again, you know, when you say, what would be the cause for rates to go much lower? You know, there's this headline today, it was at Business Insider, um, about mm-hmm. billionaire investor Ray Dalio warns that US and China are dangerously close to a war that would crush economic growth. Well, that would be the sort of thing, yeah. again, would be a flight to quality to U.S. treasuries. Now, there may be some funny stuff there. If we are literally at war with China, and who knows, even if it was an economic war, they may continue to sell our treasuries, mm-hmm. pushing yields up. But who knows what would happen um, in that scenario? I suspect that would be much closer to a World War III. Uh, again, this is crazy that we're talking about this, that World War III scenarios here. But again, when you hear people talk about we have not had boots on the ground in a shooting war in Europe since World War II it doesn't seem that
0: unlikely that we could be in a what a land war in Asia I think that's. How I think world if, if it were to happen it's going to be fought with balance sheets not B-52s yeah. by the way that yeah. was pretty good so I mean, just yeah I just thought it, B-52s well what I said it'll be short fought with yeah. balance sheets in other words it'll be a financial be it it'll be an they economic still, I mean, not to war. make jokes about it but I mean do they still use B-52s who's they I mean the military though. no I don't, I don't think so I mean but that was that was the bomber of choice yeah. back are in the big a little one are we too close to w- each other w- are we up each other's grill
1: a little bit here because i, I think did move. jacob kind of
0: jam us in here together no, we're together we we're rarely together for the market call yeah. i mean this is one of a handful of times I we've feel like done this, this over and the we years. do not sit this close to each other on fast no money. because it's unhealthy yeah well in this in today's world so. no but listen getting back to Ray dalio for a second because i'll go to Foolery with you all day long, as you know. know. I know. I mean, he's not making those comments off the cuff. I mean, he's clearly thought it through. And that's something we talked about this time last year. One of the biggest concerns I had, and I think you shared it, was geopolitical risk. Well, it came to fruition in terms of Russia, Ukraine. And I think it's coming to fruition in terms of China, Taiwan. And if you listen to Kyle Bass this morning on the Squawk Box, I believe that's the show. Yeah, the squawk box. He was talking about similar things. So I think more and more people are coming to that conclusion. And now the obvious pushback would be why would China do something like that? They have more to lose than we do. And that's looking at through the lens of a United States citizen. I totally get it. When you think of it that way, it makes zero sense. But if you think of it through the lens of the Chinese who play games over the course of 50 years, not five minutes, it makes a lot of sense. So they're willing to lose battles, multiple battles. In order to win wars. And to your earlier point about them dumping treasuries, yeah, it could happen. And again, the pushback will be, why would they do that? It will hurt them. Of course it will. But in the long run, it helps them.
1: Well, here's a question from a Twitter user, mm. at G. Lewis Tan. He's saying, time to buy oil again. So that would be, again. Gertie.
0: Yeah, Gertie. Yeah. So first of all, you got to get a new Twitter. I mean, seriously, why, get why a new Twitter hand. You know why? I don't know if it's a he or it doesn't matter. Time to buy oil again. I'll say this quickly. <laughs> Dan Nathan tremendous call on the underlying commodity and today it's not trading well at all and again in an economic slowdown globally oil should go lower and again if the dollar i would imagine if this is going to go sideways here you know the dollar takes you out of the equation in terms of what it's going to do to the commodity dollar seems to have found a short-term bottom with all that said the equities involved in energy have been on fire, and we've talked about it. OIH traded north of 315. That's up from 220-ish yeah. a month and a half ago. That's a pretty dramatic move. And we talk about the big cap names, ConocoPhillips, ExxonMobil, Chevron, all within a whisper of an all-time high. Now, Hold you on. will correctly pull up yeah. an XL, XLE chart, and you want oh, to throw it up point. on yeah, – that, that is a classic double top. And the right thing to do would be to take money off off the table and that's the prudent thing to do that's a disciplined thing to do and yes go we'll back and fill here but i would submit to answer gertie's yeah. question i still think energy's can in I play Submit something well that's just why i stopped talking because okay so left- when i start, it's like a tennis yeah, match yeah i hit the ball to you yeah so uh, can i tell you something real quick go ahead tennis is uh, you know if you play t- if you're good at tennis yeah. It's a great sport to play with somebody who is also good at tennis. Correct. But if you think you're going to go out, you know, you're Naples, Florida. Let's go hit the tennis ball. If you suck, more importantly, if the person you plays with suck, it's a game where you hit the ball. Yeah. The other person goes and chases the ball. They hit it to you and you do the same thing. That is not sport. That is bullshit. Now, I will tell you that other game, this pickleball game, yeah. which I encourage you all to play. That's a fun game because that's like frigging ping pong on a tennis court. Court. Honestly. I played it once, and I'm telling you right now, this is not me being hyperbolic. I in six months, I could be one of the top ten players in the world. Just you know that's, no, no, most, that's true.
1: That's the most Johnny come lately boomer take I've heard you have in so long. Oh, just suggesting people play pickleball. No, I'm not suggesting. Like, no, it, I know it's become a thing. It is become a thing here. I don't know how we you know, go. I'll well, just say this.
0: tennis. I passed it. Yeah, so I'll okay. just say about this in the,
1: in the XLE. So when it was trading about 93 um, last week, I put on this bearish trade. I was looking at to the December 30th weekly expiration, the end of the year. And I was looking at that 90 strike put and I bought a put spread here. I really feel like, guy, I had it right for about a day and a half. It crashed to about 88 from 93. When I say crash, I mean, that was a quick move last week, but then it went and made a new high. The fact that it failed now, it's going to maybe fill yeah. in that gap. This might be an epic double top here. So again, this is one that I wanted to use a fairly tight stop. I usually like to use a 50% price stop, okay, of what I paid for, it was a seventy uh, $15 wide. It was the 90-75 put spread. I paid about $3 for that. It's still just up a little bit. I still like that put spread, but we have until December 30th. Yeah, then. and
0: I'm looking at the chart. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah. again, I, I am being serious again for yeah. a second. I do get somewhat dogmatic about these things, and I try not to be because if I were to just look at this chart and didn't know what it was, we play the game on fast money, yeah, I would say you absolutely have to be taking money off the table. But I You know, if it gets back down to 75 and maybe fills in some of those gaps that we had on the way up, again, I don't know what circumstances lead to that, but energy is not going away. I still think the energy story is intact. The supply-demand fundamentals are still out there, and these are better Run companies that they've been, and you know, even five or so years ago, Dan. All right, let's talk a
1: little bit. Yesterday we started the market call. we were talking about the, the numbers of Walmart. Well, what time did we do it yesterday? Like uh, early, we, 930. we did nine thirty. Yeah. We've been all, listen, Walmart numbers we weren't great. Can we by say one thing way. for a second? Yeah, sure, well. Thank you for being with us here, people. We appreciate it. We had a little travel. We have an important sponsors. No, I know we're we really throwing a lot of curve. So, so it's we did like nine thirty to yeah. two o'clock today, but you're going to be back tomorrow at one with EY from SoFi yeah. and Butters John Butters. see this uh, John Butters. All you have to say is people no, know. You don't, actually, because FactSet is a great partner of ours. Of course they are. And, 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 again, I think they want us to say John Butters. So you say this. the Earnings Insight blog that That's drops fine. every Friday. So you should subscribe Dude, to it. I've subscribed to his blog, that Earnings in, for right. a very long time. Right. So now he's actually going to come on our show. We usually highlight his
0: fine work on Thursday mm-hmm. afternoons. We get a little preview Do of it. Do you know it. who John um, Butters? Yeah, John Butters. Uh do you know they do the Kennedy Center Honors each yes, year in December? Are yeah. You familiar with that? Yeah. I'm actually going this year. I mean, I'm. Are you dry- really? Yeah, I am. We were you invited. You being honored? No. no, my wife Lynn and I are invited, and that is not an easy ticket to get to. Yeah. But one of the honorees is the U2. U2, the yeah. band. Well, and and the guy in that band is who? The band. Not the Bono. Bono. And then you got Cher. You got Sting. People like well, that. You have the what, Edge. You have the Edge. Yeah, but it's the before. It's not just Edge. Oh, it's you're like saying without s- the. Slash is one of those types of people. Right. My point is. Right. We have elevated Butters to that status. So if I called him John Butters, so John Butters is beyond tomorrow. So, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But when you say Butters and everybody knows like a Pavlovian thing, yeah. I mean you've ex- you've immediately elevated somebody to the upper echelon, the Parthenon of everything. So it's interesting, people. And
1: here's just a little inside baseball yeah. here. We're down at this golf tournament. Yeah, to so Guy has already hit the 19th
0: hole, as no, you can tell. It's, you it's, you, can, not, wait, tr- you no. can obviously tell it's not true that he It is obviously it's already pat- hit. It's false. Oh, really? By the way, the Walmart. getting back to Walmart yesterday, everybody was champion. Numbers were fine. But remember, they beat on lowered gui- yeah. already lowered guidance. If you just look at those numbers in a vacuum again – They were not particularly great. And then you hear what Target says today. That is the disaster du jour. And the hits keep on coming from Target. Not if we can throw a Target chart real quick, but think about where that stock went. I mean, you talk about round trip in a very brief period of time, 150 up to 180 something, right? And then right back down. So you're talking about a company that's gotten themselves. This is to me. As much as it is an industry thing, the target problems, in large part, are target-specific.
1: Well, yeah, but you and I did say, when we were talking about Walmart in particular, so the market liked the fact that they had a beaten and raise and the stock buyback and some of the commentary they had.
0: $20 billion stock buyback yeah, no, I know. on a $400 billion company. Yeah, it just, I mean, a it's a big number. It's numerator-denominator thing. Now, if they were a $50 billion company, Correct. I'd say, like whoa. Yeah. But it hey, probably please, wouldn't have the cash flow to well, do that. Okay. But, well, but the but one thing say, I would you. say is that
1: when, that when we were talking about the Walmart yesterday, we were also saying that, you know, again, like this might be just in time for like the death rattle. You know that they're going to be heavily discounting if they end up with any inventories, if supply chains continue to be disrupted, right? Like that's this is not going to be an easy trade in 2023 for retail, in my opinion, especially no. when you see the fact that, okay, rates are going to maybe like the the pace in which they're going up is gonna slow. Consumer credit. Okay, let's just talk about that. Okay, we know that consumers are getting tapped what that? out. What's that? Hold on. I'm consumer sorry. credit with rates consumer where they credit. are. Yeah. Ability, That's
0: the Who's been talking about consumer credit for months? You have. And then all of a sudden, magically it's on top of mind for everybody. I just came up with no, it? no, no, not you, because oh, I've okay. seen a lot of people pointing it out. Yeah. I mean, I think consumer credit in the aggregates up a trillion dollars year over year, right. credit card debt in this country is now north of $1 trillion. Right. And the entire kettle of fish, I think, is approaching $5 trillion with a T. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. my numbers correct? Yes. Here, here's the point. When we talk in about- a rising interest rate
1: environment. Yeah, well, that's the point, is that these were interest rates on credit cards and on mortgages. They're not coming down as fast as, let's say, the 10-year is going to come down. Once all of these lenders had the opportunity, not here. once all these lenders had the opportunity um, to raise, you know, those rates, um, they're going to stick it to yeah, it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And in terms of target, you think about this environment, they wind up getting middle to a certain extent. If you think about their product mix, right? Walmart somewhat wins to this. You have, you have the higher end consumer trading down. Walmart finds himself in that unhealthy middle that nobody wants to be in. You know, you have the one end, the high end consumer, the luxury goods, the low, the other end, the Walmart's dollar gens and targets in the middle, closer to Walmart, obviously, but somewhere in the middle, and that's not a place you want to be in this environment. So you guys, listen, put it in the chat. We'd love to hear what you have to say about
1: this. Who do you oh think God. would be a better midler, Guy or me? Now he won't know what that means, guys, because he's mid- never seen.
0: Is that your like, like, enthusiasm? Oh, I thought that was yeah, something like from the on. Yeah. The roof.
1: So let's 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 see what the people say. Who who would you rather see? at a dinner party in the middle okay, guy or myself. We will not be offended. Middle of what?
0: Don't worry about it. I'll tell you about it later. No, tell, right. I'm curious. Oh, okay. so the middle Larry of the David, table? Yes, Larry David had oh, this I thing it's easy. where That's they were me. saying
1: like, you need a good middler. You need somebody in the middle of a long table at a dinner party to kind of keep the thing going, to keep everybody involved, keep people entertained. You put the wrong pe- person in the middle, right. it's a dead dinner party. They should call that a middler. That's what they do. I've All never
0: right. seen that show. It's, it's Lyons, funny. Lyons, and you would think Lyons, I'm lying to you. I'm not. No, I've never seen the other one either, the Seinfeld. I've seen Bits and drabs of it. Yeah. And I'm from. You've seen the internet memes? Like it's a heavily known show. Is it? Yeah. But I don't, I've never seen it from beginning to end. Also, now what's funny is, nobody, I know nobody cares, but I I don't, but I'll say this. Yeah. I will watch MASH. You know it's on like MeTV right. where I live, right. and there they have two episodes of Mash each night. I think it's seven and seven thirty, seven thirty to eight, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm locked Are in. You fall,
1: you're falling asleep with your 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 TV dinner in front of you. You're just nodding off to Mash, in like like a little yeah. Mash. I have a
0: name tag. You, like like it it off, you have somewhere. a little table in front of you, like
1: that. You sit at this smaller at the table. piece. Yeah.
0: I want the first person on Twitter. Smaller piece. What's that from? You should know. I know because I asked. The it. Deuce. It's from the. That's deuce. from the Deuce. That's when they're in Cuba. It's yes. time. And Birthday party, yes. and they give him a piece, smaller piece. Yeah, all right. Let's, and then he let's, takes Michael aside. I, Michael, I wanted to talk. Any please? All right. Sorry. So here's the thing. Nvidia, we got to talk. You're about. bigger
1: than US deal. We're bigger than US, US deal. Here's the problem that we have with us sitting right here. And you guys tell us that pretty soon we are going to have a studio, and we're going to be live in a studio. Is this going to be a problem for us? Uh, we're be not for to for me. A
0: market call. Uh, we're getting through it now. Okay. I think we're providing good. We're providing yeah. good information. Well, we'll see. Well, I don't know what
1: to AD, AD will be the judge. So we that. have people in the chat room. Let them be the judge. Let's do this, guys. Let's Nvidia. look at video. All right. So, this stock is going to report today um, after, after the, the close. The implied move in the options market is, you know, nearly 8% in either direction. Guy, you just mentioned this stock traded on October 13th as intraday low, I think about 108 or so, traded as high as maybe 165 um, just yesterday. Here we are, 161.5. Again, an implied move of maybe like 12, 13 bucks or so after this rip. I mean, what what can they do or say um, to
0: get this They can, they can, here's, here's what they can say, you know, Facebook, obviously buying, I think one of the reasons we saw that latest run in NVIDIA was on the back of the Facebook earnings call. They somehow emphasize that or elaborate more on that relationship, the Microsoft relationship to a certain extent as well. And they can point out the importance of their chips and, you know, maybe the market could surmise. That's why they're entitled to trade at a 13 times revenue, wherever it is right now. I would submit, and again, the move we've seen, more than a 50% move in a month on not an insignificant company, is, is just you know a little out of control. And I don't think the environment necessarily favors them. And we've seen some guide down some other companies. Yeah. I think the Taiwan semi-news out of Warren Buffett is probably helping the space in aggregate. But I, for the life of me, I can't believe they could say something that would be so constructive to can have a continuation of the move we've already seen. So if we were playing the game would you rather no the other one the traded or faded game you know I hate those games I, like, I get it. I, hate, I, 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 enjoy, I absolutely them. hate I,
1: them. And there was, you know, we used to do I like, like, like the dating game with stocks and stuff like that. That one I didn't little, really I understand. Didn't like that. Right, Faded. Well, but here, here's the one thing I just say. I, I agree with that. Um, I think the likelihood after the stock has rallied like this, their ability to kind of beat and raise, I don't think they're going to give full year fiscal 2024 guidance. But if I'm looking at expected EPS growth of north of 20% yeah. and sales growth of 13%, again, to your point, trading at 13 times sales, about 13 37 times earnings, it doesn't make any sense in the context of their peers, in the context of the market. So, if they guide down more than just for this coming quarter here, um, I, I would suspect the stock's headed had, it's had a great
0: run. I yeah. mean, it's a great company. It's a very important company. You want to stop,
1: but here's the thing, Guy. All right. So, let's talk. Let's talk a little options. Okay. Oh, I so, like let's, this. All right, so, so, here's the deal. Hold on. So, if, you're going to do an so option let's, strategy. Well, maybe. Let's just, let's, just, let's just think about this. Okay. So, if the stock's at 161. Let's just say if you looked at the weekly, they expire in November 18th that's mm-hmm. this friday afternoon well, the 160 puts okay with the stock right here at 161 and a half or so are offered about six bucks let's mm-hmm. say you paid six dollars for that where do you break even down at
0: well if you paid six dollars and it's 161 yeah. 160 strike that means yeah. you break even at 154 there you go look at you doing a little options math there and it's not even the hard stuff there's although no,
1: i will there's no tell you no can i that? tell you something tell you hold one. on for i want to yeah. just yeah. i want
0: to folks yeah. to know something yeah Yes, the math suggests you break even at 154, but what's not taking into consideration is the bump you're going to get in volatility. So the math is right at 154, but I would submit... You might catch a bounce in vol, which doesn't necessarily mean 154 is your break. Yeah, in. I mean, that's just, some heady shit right there. No, by the way. It just depends. Like, it's true. you know, so listen, anyway, you're breaking 54. But that's the point. Your break even is down
1: about 4%. And if you think about it, that's half the implied move. But here's the thing. If that stock is a penny above 160 on Friday's close, you lose mm-hmm. that $6 in premium. And it's a tough way to make money. Um, but I would say that if you are uh, have any conviction that you think they're going to miss and guide lower, the stock's going well below 150, in my opinion. So one day, right this, is 20, this
0: is trades over in 24 hours. You're not getting yeah. a Friday on this one. I mean, this the die will be cast yeah. within the first half hour of after earnings. Now, I, you can speak intelligently. I can't if options are still trading in the aftermarket, but no, you're going to be out of this trade by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning one way or the other. Yeah,
1: the only thing I'd say is for people who trade options, you know, in and around um, events, you know, let's just say you bought those 160 puts and let's say the stock was trading at 140. Okay, done. Twenty dollars. You could look at the delta on those puts. Okay, how much that option would move um, on a dollar move. Okay, in the direction in which you wanted to go, and you could buy stock equivalent to the delta of that option yeah. in the aftermarket. Then and that's then how you then would delta then heads that position. You're, you're trading. You're yeah. trading the whip, yeah. as we used to uh, say. There you
0: go. All right. I well, mean, there's a little inside baseball for you. But then you got to be prepared. You know, now because when you own an option, Dan, yeah. as you know, it gives you the right, not the obligation, and you can trade around. You can trade around your option strategy. One, one can do that. Guy. Um, what else we want to talk about? Let's talk a little bit about kind of some of these. Um,
1: like again, we were talking about how rates are lower. Look at this way some of these like 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 uh, SAS names and stuff are just kind of well. get they're getting hit really hard today. And again, why do we find these names interesting? Because they're still expensive. Guy just mentioned, you know, in NVIDIA, which is a great company, great products, great management, you know, they got all exposure and all the right, you know, kind of advanced technologies, if if you will. And that was an interesting point about When Facebook was down 25% about a week and a half ago, you know, NVIDIA was like trading up because people were looking at the R&D and the spend that they're going to do on GPUs. But when you think about some of these SaaS names, you think of the valuations they trade, you think about the fact that we're just starting to see some major layoffs. Meta had big ones. Amazon had big ones. We have hiring freezes. You know, a lot of these software services names that sell licenses seats, they're going to see less Demand, Demand. Without, no yeah.
0: question. It's 100%. Yeah. It's got, I mean, you, think you think that's it, what's going on we'll right now, Well, look at the again? companies that are talking about cutting CapEx. I think, uh, yeah. and again, I don't want to talk out of turn here. I think I saw Micron, I think, might have been talking about cutting CapEx. So you think that's – it's not just specific to certain yeah. companies. I mean, that's going to happen over – who loses to that? Names like that. We have a question from an audience member. I'm going to read it. Go ahead. Jignesh asks, guys, that's not me, guy. It's us. Yeah. Any thought – pull up Lululemon on the fact set machine. Any thought on Lululemon on the back of Target – earnings you know i don't know if you can make that i guess you can make any comparison you want carter does it all the time it doesn't necessarily mean they live in the same world but let's take a look at lululemon because this is obviously was everybody's darling but it's a stock that's traded sort of sideways now ish since the spring and you know i don't think you can make a great case on valuation i don't think they're going to be impervious to the spending habits of of the consumer It's a great company. The question is, is it too rich in this environment? I think it's expensive in this environment.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. The stock is outperformed, though. If you think Mm -hmm. about uh, consumer discretionary, high-end name like this, it's down only 9% of the year. To your point about valuation, you know, expectations for kind of mid-teens earnings uh, growth next year, mid-teens sales growth, trading about 31 times. I guess the point is Is like, how many stocks in this sort of environment deserve to kind of trade like that? Well, one of them, okay, is maybe a Nike, which is trading about 35 times this year's expected earnings with mid single digits, you know, sales um, and earnings growth expected. And that's the current fiscal year that it's in that always trades at a premium. But again, that stock got Absolutely yeah. shellacked after they reported. So again, you know, I, I kind of wonder in markets like this where we've had a big bounce. Um, you know, we maybe we'll throw up that S&P chart here. We've been talking about the rally that we've had off of the low. Uh, yeah, well, i like to look month at the or SP so. chart. It's about it's about 13, 14% off the lows, guy. That's kind of been the average move that we've seen on some of these rallies. And then we've kind of faded at that downtrend. And you think about where that like the descending 200 mm-hmm. day moving average is, you know, the p looks like it's almost there and you know could we kind of overshoot to the upside a little bit and get through that downtrend that's been in place since the first week of january yeah but i i you know like what is it going to take is it would take a major fed pivot and i don't know about you i just don't see that
0: happening in a meaningful there's way. no reason for them you know the, the market is giving them cover not to do that they don't need to speak dovishly yeah. because they've got some air cover from a market that's bounced to your point 14% and you're going to say guy i didn't think if the fed the market was in their purview no in terms of the put it's not but in terms of the bounce what it allows them to do it gives them flexibility so they can continue to be hawkish here understanding that the market yeah. is giving them some latitude right some air cover so yeah. that's how i would look at this but if- i think we're exhausting ourselves here and again that move we thought it to 4000 we got there we thought the overshoot be 4100 we didn't get there we got Close. How high did we get? 40, 35 or thereabouts. Yeah. And here we are now, again, over the next couple of days. And what's the catalyst to go higher? We're through CPI. We're through PPI. We're yeah. basically through earnings season. People will say seasonality, maybe Russia, Ukraine sort of tamps down. Who knows? Um, but I think right now, given the bounce that we've had, and this is something we've talked about I think the path of least resistance now is back down. All right, let's
1: talk about this because again, we were talking about how we were just surprised that, you know, stocks aren't reacting. I know you're going to do. No, but but listen, you had a really nice Nice. call. You said it had a double bottom here early this month. It's really 10%. It's gotten above that downtrend that's been in place since March when it was above, I don't know, it was above like what, 2070 or so, got all the way down to 1620 or something. You said it better hold here because if you back that chart out, the gold chart, you know, you go five years, and you say to yourself man that was the spot it had to hold that you know 1600 yeah, or I'm so level and it did it but it right did.
0: now guy 1800 is that resistance think about this though again we play this game and we're probably coming up to the bottom of the hour but i'll say this if you had two weeks ago told me that the crypto world is going to have a you know a basically huge moment in time where things are starting to explode right What's going to happen to gold? On top of which, a U.S. dollar, which has been a headwind, will become at least a bit of a tailwind in the fact of the dollar going lower and rates coming in. Where's gold going to be? I'd be like, it's got, it would have had a rally 300, if not 500 dollars off that 1600 low. Well, what did we get? We got about 150 bucks or so. So to me, it's disappointing. I mean, yes, it's absolutely bounced, but. With crypto, with the crypto world blowing up seemingly, yeah. gold should be doing a lot right, let's better. Look, Again, let's, look, let's look
1: at the one year chart for a second here. And, and I would just want to say, like, so this is me. And I actually think that you want to fade gold here. I say do. it doesn't going to get to 1800 or so. And if I want to play it through the futures, OK, I want to sell futures. I place that stop to the upside. Probably 18 right, and a quarter. Eight, right above it. Right. Yeah. 1800, you know, 1825. Is that what I'm yeah. saying? 18 and a quarter. Give yourself and that, a little wiggle room. And rope. that was also that was you know 1802 was that intraday high in, in july august, i think or august, august. it was august so it was breakdown was early july so this 1800 level is going to be a big level now to the let me ask you this though all right you said you're disappointed by the yeah. size of the move a back and fill would you look to reload if
0: this thing got 50, to 1700 that's a 50% move right yeah. i mean 1600 1800 50% is 1700 the problem is why are we going down to 1700? What's going to be on the back of the back and fill? And it's, it's going to stop there this time. Yeah. So you're right. If you're bearish here, that's the way to play it. You play with a very well defined stop in futures, 18 and a quarter. Yep. I'll say this if you're bullish here, you know what? You wait for a breakout above yeah. said level. Yeah. I'm not always, I'm not great at that. I am. I didn't say you were. I, I, I like to, I just said that's a way you can do it. Yeah, you can buy the breakout. You, you can, can stop into a position. Stop losses don't always so have to be stop losses. Yeah, high, you sell higher. You could stop into a position as well. That's not what I said. All right. One last thing. before I did not say that. All right. One last thing before we get out because of here. Because that's about the
1: dumbest thing I've ever one heard. One last thing before we get out of here. The U.S. dollar index. That's the Dixie. Holding okay? in there. All right. so, so a, You, got, you it,
0: had a tremendous call. No. no, no, no,
1: no it got to about 106. Yeah. Okay, And it was trading just below 115 in late September here. And you look at that breakout level going back to it was uh, 105 or so mm-hmm. was resistance in May. It got through there in early. Early July, it kept going on that uptrend. So here we are; we've basically taken out that whole move. This doesn't seem like a great press. We said it on Monday, mm-hmm. but do you think what are what are not not would you do it? What are the circumstances in which the dollar would kind of find support right here and then rally back towards one? Talk Fed talk. You yeah. get
0: Jerome Powell come out and said, you know, yeah. we've seen all the data, and CPI came in yeah. softer than expected. We're bolstered by PPI, which came in softer than expected. With all that said, the data set does not suggest that we're out of the woods yet. Or I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. some effectively hawkish Fed talk out of Jerome Powell or any of his minions. Yeah. I think, which you're starting to see, by the way. I think given the sell-off we've had, that's the catalyst to take it up again. All right, fair enough. Good answer, All right, well, here's way. the deal. Um, again, We didn't I, rehearse that. No, I, we did not. I have no
1: position anymore in the dollar. I took that UUP position off, the GOVT playing for it, lower yield. Um, I, I, I still have there. that on, and I'd love to see a 3.5% 10-year at that point. I'd probably take half my position off, just telling you that. The S&P 500, I'm dying for it to get to your 4,100. You saw it. It would get to 4,000. Maybe it overshoots to 4,100. I'd love to see it get to towards that 200-day moving average It'll and that declining. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back all up in there, as yeah, the, kids, yeah. say, the, and the kids say that. And, and listen, Everybody that's how we're setting it up. Tomorrow, I won't be here. I'm taking the day Where off, people. I'm just going somewhere. It's a Tomorrow, go.
0: 1 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Yeah. Back at 1 p.m. G time. Yep. Yeah, back. That's what I said. haven't been doing it. EY before. from SoFi, G-Swiz, and John Butters from Factset will be joining us as oh, well. Oh, You mean just Butters? Butters, you so write the earnings insight blog that drops on the facts. Like website like the insight blog. Every Friday I morning. Weekend, I, let me like, just tell you something. Yeah. Butters, he's he lives in this country, right? Yeah. So chances are next Thursday he's going to be celebrating. We can't what? dox him at Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. So he'll probably have people over, or he'll go someplace. I guarantee this. Yeah. I can say this with almost absolute certainty that somebody at that Thanksgiving table will say, "Holy shit! We love that you are just called Butters. We think it's the coolest thing." Am I wrong? Maybe. Uh, no, are, I'm not. All right, I'm not freaking wrong. Here's the thing: because we've elevated him to that status, and be like, "Oh my God, Butters!" His kids are going to start calling him Butters. I don't even know if he has kids. Jacob is laughing because he feels he like he has to laugh. No, he,
1: he feels like. He no, has he doesn't. To, to, yeah, if,
0: yeah. if he didn't think it was funny, he wouldn't laugh. All right, so what do he, they call that, by the way? By the way, we, we had a conference call with the TRB earlier. Yeah. You know, when you say the TRB, right, you don't need all, to say the that because the T in TRB is Josh the. Brown. And I made him laugh. You made him laugh out loud. And yeah. his hair is absurd. Like this good?
1: No, absur- I mean, it's just absurd. No. But All I right. love the guy. All right, really quickly before we get out of here again, we are down at CME's uh, the, their tour championship. There we are, uh, second uh, this year this is in the, a row. Uh, LPGA tournament that they sponsor. Our friend Danny Moses is in the program. He might be on.
0: The, he might be getting off the course right now. Yeah,
1: and he is defending his title from last year. But we had an amazing, amazing interview with Terry Duffy, He's the CEO of CME Group, and that will drop Friday morning. So mm-hmm. check it out. A lot of really great on. stuff on the crypto thing. Check it out. In your favorite podcast store. In your
0: favorite All right, podcast store. We get out of store? here. Yeah. I, I tell you something. I feel the really, absurdity of that is. Well, I feel really the, the fact that we were shoulder you, to shoulder. But then you explained it to me. You said there's like a plat or like a. You gave me the reasons why some plat some well some 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 podcast, podcast stores suck. Are, Right. And you don't want... Like it, the one you told me that it was I don't know if it's any good or not. I'm just saying like,
1: like I don't want it on Stitcher. Right. I'm not saying to go to because, Stitcher. Because it's a bad you, upload situation. Listen, I will tell you this. 80% of our downloads come from Apple Podcasts. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying right. the rest are about Spotify. Some is the Google Play Store. Sure. Um, you know, Amazon. What nothing. about... Is a
0: YouTube a podcast store?
1: No. No. It's a, it's a YouTube. It's YouTube.
0: I don't have a favorite right, so podcast. We, we I, really, wrap, I really don't have a favorite podcast So you can store. get back to the 19th hole. I haven't been there yet. Okay. That's it. Market call. G-Swiz, Dan Nathan, as mentioned earlier, tomorrow, 1 o'clock Eastern time, back to normal. EY from SoFi. John Butters from FactSet. It's going to be great. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor for this show, CME Group. Dan, where risk meets. Opportunity. Damn straight. See yeah, you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.